Hey there, hi there, ho there. You're listening to 101.9 FM CITR here in Vancouver, UBC Campus Radio, and the show is Stereoscopic Readout, back um, tonight, back in full effect. Um, We are going to be doing the old school show the way I used to do it. Uh, This is going to be all vintage 60s psych music. Um, There's going to be a certain amount of local product in it as well which we'll get to, but um, yeah, that certainly local product from, I don't know when it was recorded, 68 or 69, but that was my Indle Ring, a local band who played all over the place for about two years and then kind of split up. Um, There's an album that they put out in 2000, self-titled, basically a collection of things they recorded. I don't know if they actually ever really released anything, Um, but they certainly do have a body of work. Some of it is live stuff from playing uh there was an old cbc no cbc or ctv i can't remember which um called let's go uh, certainly recorded all over canada i think there were regional versions of the show and vancouver had one obviously my undle ring played it um you can actually i don't know if it's still on youtube but if you look up my indole ring i-n-d-o-l-e um, on YouTube, there should be footage of them playing that song, Orange Float Petals, um, from one of the Let's Go's, probably 1969. Very far out stuff for you. Um, also, denizens of the Retinal Circus Psychedelic Ballroom, which was at Davy and Berard. The building is still there. It's the building that now houses celebrities. Um, if there's a building in Vancouver, I think should have a, a city heritage plaque on it. It's certainly that building. If for no other reason than the Va- uh, the Velvet Underground played there twice, once in '68 and once in '69. Um, actually, somewhere on online too. I don't actually have the URL of the page, but there's a guy who has a local. Um, music history page uh he was a photographer at the time and he does have a photograph that he took of the velvet underground playing at the retinal circus slash celebrities at their 19 one of their 1968 shows because they played a few they think they played three shows uh this was in in the day when bands would roll into town and play like a thursday friday and saturday night um they had different local bands opening for them each time, but uh, there is a local musician playing keyboards in the picture, and he's got his back to the camera, so I don't know who it is, but the word is that John Cale was ill for their entire stay in Vancouver, so they had to recruit somebody to play in his place, and yeah, if that wouldn't have been the accomplishment of a lifetime for somebody around town, I don't know what would have been. Anyway, babble, 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 that's me. Um, Other local product, JK and Company, um, guy who had, now this ties in with the uh, Retinal Circus because downstairs was the Empire Ballroom. The Empire Ballroom was about the, uh, kind of the yang to the uh, Retinal Circus's ying. Uh, It was more of a soul club club. where Vegas promoters would send acts to sort of warm up and hone their show. Vancouver was actually big for that. It was a huge, or there was a huge R&B and soul scene in Vancouver. Um, before you get your hopes up, I think it was mostly touring acts and 
local bands just doing covers of In the Midnight Hour and what have you. But that was the name of the game in Vancouver, the whole area of Hastings Street up to uh, Maine. That was the um, happening place if you want to go out and see a soul review. Uh, Certainly the Smiling Buddha Cabaret was down there. Um, That was a big soul club before it hit the skids and then uh, turned into a punk bar in the late 70s. But um, one of the soul acts who came to Vancouver brought along her 17-year-old son. Um, guy's name was, I think it was John Kay, but not the guy from Steppenwolf, but we're going to be hearing from him later on in the show. And not as Steppenwolf, don't, don't, don't get too worked up. Um, he decided to uh, fart around, write a few songs, and then got uh, some local musicians. I think some of the guys from Mother Tucker's Yellow Duck helped him out recording an album, which was recorded under the name J.K. and Company, or J.K. and Co. Uh, did an album called Suddenly One Summer. This is a track called The Magical Fingers of Minerva. <laughs> Grasp your life 
Do you know about freedom? Do you? Look and see. Get free. Thank you.
Well, the party is off to a good start. Guests are on time. Everyone's out to have fun and to help others fun. What's the matter? Doesn't that sound exciting to you? UBC students have an alternative. Looking to unwind? Check out one of the sub's two licensed establishments. The Pit Pub and Burger Bar is home of the famous Pit Night. Relax with great prices on cold beer and lots of big screen HD TVs or chow down on charbroiled burgers, beer battered fish and chips, and Belgian fries. The Pit is open seven days a week and Wednesday through Saturday is open late until 2 a.m. This business is owned and operated by the AMS, your student society.
she stood on the edge of my mind I tried to push her away I shut and locked the door Her eyes grew large and asking And the smell of incense filled her
was of stone She stood on the edge of my mind I tried to push her away I shut and locked the door Her eyes grew large and asking And the smell of incense filled her
Back with you on 101.9 FM. The show is Stereoscopic Readout, and we're doing our uh, look back at the uh, sort of format that you would have heard when I was on the air last time. <clears throat> and uh, getting through the 60s, Psych, uh, that set started off with J.K. and Co., as I had intimated a band sort of put together by a visiting 17-year-old uh, to the city, backed by local musicians and recorded by Robin Spurgeon, who was the uh, kind of the go-to guy for all the local bands. He had a demo studio uh, on Broadway, I think in the vicinity of where the, uh, the Safeway used to be. Um, and I think there is still a liquor store there, but I'm not sure. But I'm getting beside myself. That was from an album called Suddenly One Summer. Um, track called Magical Fingers of Minerva. And to keep with the sitar theme, a band from Sweden called Mekki Markman. Um, they evolved from a band who you may be familiar with if you listen, if you used to listen to my show or if you listen to uh, A Noise with Luke Meat, a band called Baby Grandmothers. Uh, they kind of ended up morphing into the Mechie Mark Men in 1970. Um, that was a track called Free. You can find that. It was a, um, a series called Electric Psychedelic Sitar Head Swirlers. That was off volume four. Um, hey, it delivers what it promises. <laughs> Uh, the Yardbirds from uh, a kind of a independent re- label release called uh, Cumular Limit includes some little games outtakes and about five songs they recorded in 1968 in New York City, probably around the time that the um, infamous live Yardbirds featuring Jimmy Page was uh, recorded. Uh, that was a track called Avron Nose. Um, I don't know if I... I'm obviously not going to be getting to more of that tonight, but in a later uh, installment of this show, at a later date, I probably will be getting to a a track called Spanish Blood, which is another really good track. Off that compilation, Los Angeles' West Coast pop art experimental band from their second album, aptly titled Volume 2, You Heard the Smell of Incense, and that last track, was Britain's Kaleidoscope, not to be confused with L.A.'s Kaleidoscope, who was um, around at the same time from their debut album, Tangerine Dream. I don't know if that's where the German band of the same name got their name, but uh, that band started around the same time. We're talking 1967. That was uh, The Murder of Louis Tulaney. Uh, that's a good album. If you want to track that down, it was released or re-released on Repertoire. Um, got some bonus tracks on it. It's a really good album. Uh, almost completely ignored around that time because essentially you had to appeal to the one BBC show that played popular music of that ilk. Um, or you had to shell out Big Paola to get on Pirate Radio, which no pun intended, sank a lot of bands around that time. Um, Vancouver, we didn't really have that problem as such. I don't know how much local product was played on um, uh, sort of long-wave stations like LG73 or Fun, which were playing um, progressive music at the time. Um, but certainly they did have... Uh, well, I'm probably talking a load of crap anyway. Uh, (laughs) 
certain bands became really popular locally, but um, not many actually made national prominence. But there was, I think, a better a infrastructure for getting band local bands some airtime. Certainly, on uh, local bands played on the aforementioned Let's Go TV show. Um, what I'm getting to is probably my vote for the one of the best local bands from that time, Mock Duck. This is their A side of their first single. This is Do Re Mi. Just like a newborn baby 
Do you think the internet should be fast, open, reliable, a network that is diverse, free, and allows an equal exchange of ideas? This point of view is often challenged by monopolies in the media, as well as by decisions made on issues such as internet openness and usage-based billing. Without question, these decisions have an immense impact on consumers, socially and economically. Let's admit it, the internet has become an essential part of our lives. That's where we come in. OpenMedia.ca is here to ensure that the decisions regarding the internet are fair and citizen-friendly. OpenMedia.ca is a national, non-partisan, non-profit organization. We advocate for a media communication system that adheres to the principles of access, choice, diversity, innovation, and openness. Our organization provides resources for volunteer organizers, collaboration tools, and leadership development. We engage. We educate. We empower. For more information, visit openmedia.ca, saveournet.ca, or follow us on Facebook and Twitter.
back with you on 101.9 FM. The show is Stereoscopic Readout, and that was John Kay and the Sparrow, as I promised earlier. Um, that band from Toronto moved to Los Angeles in uh, 1966 to sort of, I guess, uh, expand their horizons. Um, Put that album out also called John K and the Sparrow. That track was Tomorrow's Ship. Um, kind of, I think, actually, it really, if you look, if you listen to the chord structure, it actually sounds like a rewrite of Monday, Monday by the Mamas and Papas. Um, but certainly um, the best thing that they did at the time, um, of course, John K and the Sparrow, without changing any members, would later change their name in 1968 to Steppenwolf. You know the rest. Um, Okay, what was that set? Uh, before that, started that off with Mock Duck from Vancouver and uh, from History of Vancouver Rock and Roll Volume 4, the A-side of their first single released on the Baroka label. Oh, okay. Don't send that. Um, Do, Re, Mi, the track. Uh, there definitely is, if you want to tune into um, YouTube, uh, footage of them playing that song on... Uh, Let's Go in 1968. It's also worth checking out because uh, there's uh, just awesome footage of Fred, Fred Latrimo with long hair and a Fu Manchu mustache introducing the band. Um, the Oh yeah, next you heard from uh, The Collectors. Now The Collectors, uh, another one of these bands that became another band in this case, Howie Vickers, the vocalist, quit the band in 1970, so the band carried on as a four-piece under the name Chilliwack. Um, so them you'll know uh, that track was, I think that was actually their de- their proper debut single. Um, don't know if it was a double A-side, but uh, it was Looking at a Baby. That actually was a big top 10 hit across Canada in the summer of 1967, backed with uh, Old Man. Later on in the year, they would also have another top 10 single across Canada with Fisherwoman before working on their debut album. Uh, Kensington Market from Toronto from their debut album, Avenue Road, you heard Looking Glass. There's another band. I'm pretty sure it's out there, but I haven't seen the footage on YouTube. I did see it on a documentary of Canadian music. Um, I think it's them performing Looking Glass on the Toronto version of Let's Go. Uh, Back to Vancouver, you heard the look uh, from History of Vancouver Rock and Roll, but that was also on a sampler that a local promoter put out in 1968 uh, with a bunch of other bands, one of which I think was... What is that band? I don't have it here right now. I think it could have been The Look or The One Way... No, sorry, The One Way Street um, may also have been on that, but um, on that compilation... No, actually, sorry, Silver Chalice Review, The Rain, and uh, another band whose name eludes me. I'm going to actually probably do a feature on that in the coming months, that uh, EP that was put out. Um, Look, with In a Whirl, I'm pretty sure it's really early also for Vancouver, use of a Mellotron on that track. Um, You can hear it, the sort of, uh, how do you put it, string sound. And, uh, of course, last song in that set, you heard The Sparrow. We're going to actually go elsewhere. We're going to go to Chile now. 
Um, Chile, not known as an epicenter of psych and uh, counterculture music in the 60s, but this band is kind of the uh, missing link in that equation. Uh, there was a band called Los Max, um, suitably inspired by the Beatles and suitably and obviously inspired by the Sgt. Pepper album. They wanted to try their hand at this sort of thing. Uh, problem with Chile at the time is that they really had no recording industry. There was no um, there was no proper recording studio in uh, Chile uh, for them to do what they wanted to do at and certainly get a nice, uh, you know, wide range of sounds professionally. Uh, what they did, though, is they managed to convince the record label to spring for a whole new recording studio for them to record their debut album entitled Kaleidoscope Men at. Um, they were also presented with the problem that there was really no, uh, how do you put it, modern PA system other than bullhorns that they would have used for public addresses at the time. So Los Max are also responsible for the uh, you know the uh, modernizing of the whole uh, outdoor concert industry in Chile as well. Um, and surprisingly, they put out a really good album, uh, Kaleidoscope Men. If you can track it down somewhere, I'm sure it's been reissued. Um, um, is is quite something to behold. You're going to be hearing a whole lot of songs from it. Um, we're going to be starting off with the day with the lead off track from the album. This is I don't know exactly how to pronounce the name or how to say the name. Uh, it's F M E C I A or F M E C I A. Anyway, uh, Los Max on Stereoscopic Readout 101.9 FM C I T R.
He creates this outcry, this clamor. He creates this nightmare of noise. If it makes noise, it has some merit. He's a sonic mess, basically. The discordant mo notes are just a hubbub, a cacophony. If it makes noise, it has some merit. He creates a disturbance because he's basically disturbed. If it makes noise, it has some merit. Basically, this is a worthless racket. The man is mentally incompetent. For the most ear-splitting forays into noise, prog, early industrial, no wave, plunderphonic, psych, and altogether way out sound, tune into a noise with your host Luke Meat every Wednesday from 11:30 a.m. to 1 p.m. on CITR 101.9 FM. A noise, music that isn't in its right mind.
a selection of songs from uh, a band from Chile named Los Max. The album was Kaleidoscope Men. You heard off the top FMECIA. Um, Nada Dolce Nina, uh, Dear Friend Bob, and Evangelio de la Gente Sola. I don't know what that those necessarily mean. I'm sorry, I don't speak Spanish. Um, although I do speak French, um, and I still don't understand. Um, although I think last one would probably have something to do with the... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I really need to do a sh- I should do a show with uh, my friend Osvaldo, who does uh, the morning after show on uh, Wednesdays. He might be able to... Or did he do it Tuesdays? Uh, I'd have to check that out. Um, it'd be good to do a uh, Latin American psych program with him because he could probably fill in a lot of the blanks that I'm missing. I'm so I'm sorry if I'm like massacring Spanish. Um, if you're out there and you understand Spanish and you're tearing out your hair, going no, no, that is not how you pronounce it at all. Um, I'm sorry. Anyway, we're going to be carrying on. Uh, this is some Buffalo Springfield. This is a an alternate mix of down to the wire uh, you may be familiar with that song from the neil young decade compilation in the uh, 60s they'd usually have to do two separate mixes of things a stereo mix and a mono mix and not infrequently you'll find that the mixes for either will uh, basically employ completely different bed tracks and what we mean by a bed track is um the ba- the basic track recorded uh, bass drums keyboards etc guitar um this one however has different vocals i'm going to assume that it's either um richie fure or um why am i drawing a blank or steven stills on vocals it's certainly not uh, neil young singing this but uh, you should probably enjoy it anyway this is buffalo springfield with down to the wire an alternate mix on 101.9 fm
Are you interested in radio but not quite sure how to get involved? CITR is the place for you. We are a volunteer-driven campus and community radio station with a variety of volunteer opportunities. Want to become an on-air programmer? Learn about promotions? Maybe become a news or arts reporter? Come learn about all the ways you can become involved at CITR. Volunteer orientations are held on the first Monday of every month at 6.30 p.m. If the first Monday falls on a statutory holiday, the orientation moves to the second Monday. Visit citr.ca for more information.
from Sweden. That was uh, Members Blues Band with P.S. Ellick. That can be found on uh, Who Will Buy These Wonderful Evils, Volume 2. I started that, as I mentioned, with the uh, mono mix of Buffalo Springfield's Down to the Wire. So if you're expecting to hear uh, Neil Young on vocals, that's not it. Also, it appears that they... um, took uh, Dr. John on piano out of that mix. Um, wedged in the middle there, something that's out now, uh, been basically been given a proper release some 40 plus years after the fact. The Matadors from a uh, compilation called Get Down from the Tree. You heard uh, Extraction, the Matadors from Czechoslovakia. They were primarily, they were kind of like Czechoslovakia's biggest band um, actually were allowed to go elsewhere in the continent and play various festivals uh, up until they broke up in about 68 or 69. Um, That track certainly would have been the product of uh, what they would have learned from other bands. Uh, That particular song, I think, is almost pretty much a copy of Interstellar Overdrive by Pink Floyd. But... um, Really cool stuff. Anyway, there's a bunch of neat stuff. About half the album is pretty much uh, bog standard Eurobeat, but uh, there are a couple of really neat things on it. There's a couple other freakouts. Uh, there are more, um, I guess, fuzzed out freak beat tracks sung in Czech and uh, a cover of It's All Over Now, Baby Blue. Um, that's pretty much it for the show. Ben is up next with Live from Thunderbird Hell. I don't know who he's got on the show today. 11 o'clock, Ochre, my friend, is in with Funk My Life. And then from midnight till 6, Pierre is bringing you Oral Tentacles. Uh, other things that are going on tonight is Little Mount... Uh, there is a... Uh, Fundraiser for Little Mountain Gallery on right now at the Wise Hall featuring Sean Devlin's stand-up comedy... Benjamin Bolling Schütze and Donab Tor and Michael Schindler of Topless Gay Love Techno Party and the music of Aaron Reed, Ben Rogers and The Crackling that is at the Wise Hall which is 1882 Adenac Street in Vancouver but you should know that anyway other than that I don't know what's going on tonight um, I don't even know how uh, Moon Duo did last week, but I do know that the Habs beat Boston 2 nothing. so we're not dead yet, the Canadian teams at the moment. Uh, so there you go. Uh, this is it. The uh, last track I'm going to play for you, it's actually a trilogy. This is the Black Butter trilogy, past, present, and future, from Strawberry Alarm Clock's second album. That's it for me this week. Have fun. Goodbye.
it in your hands and touch it If you strike it, will it bleed? And if it dies, you'll hear the cries And know the meaning of Snowboard Club is a non-profit, democratic, student-run organization dedicated to promoting the sports of skiing and snowboarding and the associated lifestyle. We endeavor to make skiing and snowboarding accessible and fun by actively seeking out the best deals and discounts for our members, as well as organizing trips to local ski areas and setting up numerous social events. Come on one of our legendary trips and explore the glory of riding in British Columbia. Or join us at the bar to discover the true meaning of debauchery. Ask your roommate, ask your parents, ask the RCMP. Who has the most fun at UBC? You'll get the same answer. The Ski and Snowboard Club. Yeah. Joining the Ski and Board Club is easy. Come by our office, sub 115, anytime with some money to become a member. Your membership gives you access to all the deals offered by our sponsors, cheap beverages at our parties, an invitation to all club events, and of course, only members can come on the trips. What's wrong? I've been looking for a job since I came to Canada and I haven't found anything. Have you tried WorkLearn? What's WorkLearn? Part-time jobs on campus for international undergraduate students just like us help me find a great job that's actually related to my studies. Wow, I'll have to check that out. You should. It's good pay, good experience, and good for your career. Just look for WorkLearn postings at www.careersonline.ubc.ca. You can even ask your profs and campus staff if they can create a job for you. To participate in WorkLearn, you must be an international student seeking an undergraduate degree in a participating faculty and registered full-time with a study permit valid for at least six months. For more information, visit www.careers.ubc.ca. Oh, moving the mic when the mic is on, it's great. <laughs> you are listening to CITR Radio 101.9.